Hey guys, welcome to Real Reviews. I'm your host, now a 13-year-old. So, today's episode is going to be reviewing a trip, a place that I went to for winter break. Cancun, Mexico! Stay tuned to the end of the episode where I give my full review. Once again, my review system is a stoplight. If I give it a red light, it'll be like, I'm not recommending it, I don't recommend it. If it's a yellow light, it's okay, go ahead, you know. I don't I recommend against it, but I'm not crazy supporter of it. And if I give it a green light, go do it. It's really fun, and I highly recommend it. So stay tuned for the end of the episode for that. Cancun, baby! So, as I said, uh, for my winter break for about six days, we went to Cancun, which is in Mexico. It's on the tip of Mexico. It's on the eastern tip of Mexico, uh, southeast. And it was, we went, like, we went, we reunited with my dad's brother and his family. And again, we were there for six days. And the cool thing is, we flew on Christmas, so that was cool. Um, So we lived in a resort, which was called the Moon Palace. And it was all-inclusive, specifically. So the Moon Palace had three parts, Sunrise, Nizuk, and Grand. We lived in Sunrise. So it had a lot of pools, right? Like, it had, like, five different pools that all connected, and it was... A really lively lobby when you come down for your room there's so much music and it's so much fun like so lively and there's also a beach at a walkable distance so the beach had a little seaweed at the shore um but it was very calming and beautiful it had such pretty water and such pretty like it was so pretty and if you know even if you didn't want to get in the water it was so nice to just kind of sit and relax and then just enjoy the view so um the The Moon Palace or Sunrise had restaurants and buffets inside the lobby of many, many different cuisines. Um, And then they also had like a bar, which included some very good non-alcoholic drinks. You know, you can order non-alcoholic drinks, of course, like pina coladas, mojitos, and other drinks. You could just ask them to make it non-alcoholic. So that was really awesome. Um, Even by the pool, they had like a poolside bar. So I had pina coladas and mojitos all day long when we were at the pool and it was just so refreshing and so fun another fun thing was we had a little jacuzzi inside our room so if it was raining or that was cold and you still wanted to get into the water you could so i think that was like one of the really cool highlights and we did get into it once or twice uh and so for food we ate at like the buffet for breakfast um most of the time and then on days where we had an early start, we ordered from room service. The buffet had many different cuisines, from Mexican to Italian to Asian to just plain old for breakfast. You know, eggs, waffles, pancakes, or classic American breakfast. So it was just a really, like, very, lots and lots of options. Um, and they also had a dessert bar at the resort, at the buffet. And then they had this other section that had macaroons and chocolate balls and coffee and cakes and crepes and sandwiches. That was open you know, almost 24-7, so that was really, really cool, um, and so then for dinner, we always ate, like, at, in the resort property, but we sometimes traveled farther into the property, and not necessarily stayed in Zook, or Sunrise, so we could, we could kind of hang out with my, with the, um, with the family that we came with, so for dinner, we ate Yucatan food, which is, like, a estate or a region in Mexico, we had Italian food, we had Asian food, and occasionally we ate, uh, we had Japanese food, and then occasionally we ate at the buffet for food. Again, lots of different cuisines there. It really never disappointed. Um, and same thing for lunch. Lunch, most of the time, was the buffet or something like that. 
Um, and like I said, the buffet and every, like, it was just so diverse, you know? It wasn't just Mexican food. You know, some people may think, oh, we're going to Mexico, we're going to be eating Mexican food 24-7. That's not the case. You're not going to be eating Mexican food a lot. You're going to really have to go seek out Mexican food. So I think that was, you know, a pretty cool thing. So on the first day that we were there, on Monday, the day after Christmas, we went on a tour bus, which basically took us to the Chichen Itza, which I'll talk about, a cenote, which I'll talk about, and a small town in the Yucatan. So, the first place we went to was the Chichen Itza. Um, so, the Chichen Itza is one of the new seven wonders of the world, okay? It is a Mayan city, so it's, like, part of the Mayan people, and it was used as a temple in a religious area. Um, there was one area where they would play a game similar to basketball, all right? This, this part is really interesting to me. They would play a game kind of similar to basketball, you know, where they were trying to throw the game ball into a hole which was attached to a wall. Here's the catch, though. The winner or the person who got really good at the game was sacrificed, which means they were beheaded and, like, sacrificed to the gods. So, you know, like, why would you want to be good at the game if you know you're going to get sacrificed? But um, at that time, I think it was an honor. It was an honor to be sacrificed and stuff like that. So uh, the Chinitza was so beautiful. It was, like, a big area with a bunch of, not like pyramids, pyramids, but they look like pyramids. Um, you used to be able to kind of climb up it, but they closed it a while ago because they were scared that it would kind of ruin or, you know, kind of deter the wonder. So we were, you know, we just took a bunch of different photos and it was just, it was really, really fun. Um, and it was just really like a lot of fun history there. Um, the second thing we went to was a cenote. So a cenote is like a natural pit or a sinkhole, um, resulting from the collapse of limestone bedrock that exposes groundwater. So in conclusion, it's just natural water, um, yeah, we did not swim in this cenote, but we did get to see its beauty, and take a lot of good fun pictures, and kind of go down to it, we just didn't go inside the water, and then also at this stop, we had some really delicious traditional Yucatan food, um, and that was just really, really nice, um, I did not know what a cenote was until this trip, so that is something new I learned, um, and then, so, and then we went to a small town called, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but it's called Vala, Vala, Valladolid, Valladolid, and, um, it, we, it was basically in Yucatan, Mexico, and it displayed Mayan culture, so yes, people do live there, and it just displayed Mayan culture, so they had wonderful small sharp shops and markets, and it was just um, and then they also had a beautiful church, and they, we sadly did not get go into the church because it was closed. And then there was, like, a town square, you could say, where there, you know, it was just music was playing. It was giant. There was parks and, you know, stray cats and dogs. And um, there was also people dancing in traditional clothes um, very gracefully. And they were there was one dance that they did, which was very impressive to me. They danced with a bottle, like, on their head, like a glass bottle on their head, and they were, like, dancing and stuff. I, like, can't even put, like, a book on my head, guys, so putting a bottle on your head is just really, really impressive to me, because obviously if you tilt your head one way or the other, it's going to fall and break, and it didn't, so that's really cool, but overall, that place just had a really fun, like, small town feeling, um, they had good churros and stuff like that, and the small shops were selling really cool stuff, so that was really awesome, so that was that tour, it was, like, a full day thing, we left early in the morning, we got back at around 9, 10 p.m., um, and then we just all ate and slept, which, again, 
It's gonna be really fun. So, um, and then, so that was the first day. And then, in the days, um, after that, we kind of did, so, one morning, my brother, my mom, and I woke up early, and we did yoga on the beach. You know, the guy was instructing us, and we did a yoga class on the beach. Amazing, beautiful, pretty. Um, we biked around the resort, and we went to a golf course, and we saw Cote Mundi's, uh, which is, like, a wildlife there. So, that was so fun. We were just, like, biking through, you know, a little foresty area, and my brother was like, oh, my God, look, and I'm like, what? And there was, like, this really cute wild animal and they were I mean they were obviously a little scared but they weren't like running away from us or you know being scary they were just like super they were really chill pretty impressive and then you know they had again we hung out at the pool and just really like had a lot of fun at the pool with my family and enjoyed the beautiful weather so that was you know it was a really fun relaxing days um again I had a lot of pina coladas and mojitos then, on our last day, my mom, my brother, and I went on another excursion. So, this was something that I was really scared of. Um, this whole trip, like, this whole excursion thing, like, I was scared of it, and I was sort of, like, I wanted to do it, obviously, right? Because I would, you know, went in Mexico, right? But it was definitely scary, so, but I did it, and I, before I describe it, I want to tell you, do not be scared, Okay being scared is just ruining it (laughs) so it doesn't ruin it but it just there's no point in being scared so our first stop it was like a small van there was a wonderful tour guide he was very charismatic and so our first stop was swimming in a cenote remember the word cenote again natural body of water but this time it was in a cave so it was like an under like underground cave so um i have like my whole family and i we have kind of walked through a cave and been in a cave through foot but we've never like swam in a cave. And so this was like a whole new experience. It was so pretty. Um and it was just so amazing. Um it was so pretty. So it was just like, you know, there was stalactites hanging above your head and then the water was up to your chest. So it was just like so pretty. And if you look around, the cave is just so like mesmerizing almost. You could see little fruit bats flying around. Um and of course you had life jackets on so you you just kind of had to like float around and move around and just maneuver around the cave with your tour group um so like in one area so in a couple areas the water was like three feet deep you could stand in a couple other areas it was 150 to 180 feet deep so you like you like you couldn't even like like it's so deep okay and so in one area where our tour guide took us like this little area in the cave quote-unquote room um, there was, like, he had a flashlight, right? If you turned off the flashlight and turned off any phone flashlights, any watch flashlights, anything, it was pitch black. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't see your own hand, you couldn't see anything. And so it's crazy for me to think about where those people who came exploring in this cave of their torch, because they had torches back then, if it went out, it, it's over. Like, you, you can't see anything. Okay, so that was really crazy. Uh, and this cenote was called sueño, which is dream in Spanish, sueño, sueño, um, so that was really, really cool. Um, another fun fact about this, um, cenote was there was tree roots, right, because, you know, it's, you know, tree roots, and the roots would stop the second they hit the water. 
So they wouldn't go down into the ground of the cave. They would stop when they hit the water level. And if the water level rises, the roots rise with it. And if the water level, like, decreases, it goes with it. So I think that's just, like, insane for me to think about how the tree just knows where the water is and it just stops. Like, it doesn't grow anymore. That's just really interesting to me. That was a fun fact. So after that, we kind of dried off and got into the van again. And then we went snorkeling. This is, again, something that I was scared of. Don't be scared of it. It's, like, they make sure that you're okay. And you will be okay. So, you have to put on, like, the snorkeling mask thing. And it's a little hard at first to kind of get used to it. There's something in your mouth. There's goggles and something on your nose. So, there's a little bit of time to get used to it. But once you get used to it, it's completely fine. And you just have to kind of just do it naturally, I think. So, um, it is really fun. Really, really fun. So, we saw a bunch of different fish moving around and sometimes like you would go near a rock and there'd just be like five or six fish come out from under it and start swimming around you um if you stand on a rock for too long the fish come and like poke your foot they don't it's completely harmless but that was just super cool so again life jackets and you were just kind of floating around putting your face underwater and looking for a whole bunch of different fish um and it was it was really really cool experience. So again, the cave like the cenote was closed, and the lagoon was open, and it was out in the open. But I think if you're going to Mexico, I think snorkeling or going in the cenote is definitely like a must do. Um, it's just such a fun experience. And the reason my dad stayed home is because he's not as comfortable with water, and so. Yeah, <laughs> the three of us went, and then when we got home, we met up with him, and then we went to the pool again, and just all fun stuff, but um, I will say, it was just so pretty, and it's just an amazing trip, so in general, Cancun was an amazing, amazing trip, um, I highly recommend going to Cancun, I think it's just, like, a wonderful place to go to, and uh, you, there's, like, so many different places that you could go from Cancun, right, you could go to that you could go to like Chichen Itza and La Playa de Carmen and stuff like that. You can go cenotes and snorkeling and there's just a lot of stuff to do. And the resort itself is a lot. I mean, you could probably spend the whole week at the resort if you wanted to. But of course, I would definitely, definitely recommend going to all these different excursions. So that's our trip to Cancun. I hope you enjoyed. And, and now for the awaited moment, the raining. So as you could probably tell... Mo you can probably tell my reviews, but I do want to clarify something. Some of the trip was yellow light, right? Like, the small town, I loved it. It was so fun. Um, but, I, I mean, like, it, was, it wasn't it was a major, major green light. Valad Valladolid was a yellow light. Um, some other places were major green lights. Other places, like, it was a debatable. But overall, the trip was... Drumroll, please. Green light! Um, it was, I definitely recommend going to Cancun. It's so much fun. You just have to plan it right. Do what interests you. If you're more interested in history than snorkeling, do the Chichen Itza. If you're interested in both, do both. Do as much as interests you, and I definitely recommend going to Cancun. Woo! If you have been to Cancun, email me. If you want to email me about anything else, email me. If you want me to review something, email me at riasreviews at gmail.com. That's R-I-Y-A-S reviews at gmail.com. Don't worry, it will be in the podcast description. Thank you so much for listening, and let's talk about Equal Pay. Equal Pay has been achieved in the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. It has. Woo!
so excited about it. But it hasn't been achieved everywhere, has it? No. So, let's keep fighting. Let's keep going for equal pay, for equal work, for any job, for anywhere in the world. So, wherever you're listening from, say equal pay with me for equal work. Three, two, one. Equal pay for equal work.